0: This is Fear and Trembling, a podcast of Heart Awake Ministries, where pastors and guests share community together as we talk about how the gospel impacts everyday life.
1: We gather around the microphone following the Apostle Paul's wisdom to work out our salvation with Fear and Trembling. Welcome back to the Fear and Trembling podcast. Darwin, Bill, and new guy. New guy. JB. Yeah. (laughs) Good to be here. Good to have you here, man. man. Good to see you guys. Good to be back in another another conversation uh, around a new book. Last time we talked about the book Lead and talked about some of the different leadership principles and the gospel, how that influences, impacts us. Uh, This time we picked up a book by John Mark Comer. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And actually, producer Zach uh, recommended this to us. So uh, just for all you out there, um, uh, if you recommend a book to us, I can't guarantee we're going to read it. But anyways, no. We'll consider. uh, Come on. Yeah, well, we'll consider
0: it. Get a free t-shirt or something?
1: (laughs) There you go. Pick up some merch. (laughs) Um, but uh, Zach, thanks for the recommendation to this book. Yep. Um, but as we as we get started, I want to throw the question out here: as we think about this book, books like it on spiritual formation, if I might say, mm-hmm. uh, encouragement to walk with Jesus. Why why would you guys think to if you're walking through a bookstore, Barnes and Noble? And yes, we still have bookstores in this world. <laughs> um, but uh, if you're walking through, why would you pick up a book like The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry?
0: think the bright orange would first grab my eye (laughs) yeah
1: yeah but the topic the
2: hurry the word grabs you because we're all feeling the press
3: okay
2: he speaks right to a situation
3: yeah i'd probably pick it up out of curiosity um and i would have i would have flipped through it and read a little bit and then i would have put it back on the shelf Okay, why
1: would put back on? You gotta, you gotta say yeah, yeah, too <laughs> convicting. Um,
3: I it's a writing style that I don't appreciate. Okay, ah. it's choppy. It's um, stream of consciousness. Um, it he yeah. It just it's I found it like easy to read but frustrating to read. Yeah. I, this, I would have flipped to the style and gone, eh, interesting idea, but not for me.
1: There's a lot of space on the page. So wow. I'll, I'll admit right, right off the bat, a book about hurry, you know, and, and the whole idea of slowing down, I actually needed to read more quickly than I normally do yeah. so that I could avoid the gaps. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think as I look at it, picking it up and I read the back, you know, who's, who's recommending it? Jeremy and Audrey Roloff. From Little People, Big World, so I I would read this book. (laughs) No, seriously, Um, I I think for myself, just the whole idea of spiritual formation it's a it's an area of my life that I'm intrigued with. I want to grow, and you know, if there's something in there that challenges you and makes you think. And it's a topic. Again, that's mm-hmm. what drew me. Now, I found
2: the writing style is what it is. I switched over and started listening to it while doing some other things. And then I'd come back and underline stuff that stuck with me, but the listening really helped. So yeah. I was able to get past some of that, maybe.
0: And I think I come at it from a little different angle, because I, I'm one who listens to John Mark Comer, and so ah. I really appreciate it the author, uh, his teaching. And yeah. his writing. You, you knew him before the book. I knew him before. Oh, wow, so cool. I found it very easy to engage because I was very used to engaging with him and a variety of different platforms. So, yeah. Yeah. and of course the topic. Sure. Convicting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, hurry. You that knew you were no, not me. <laughs> me. <laughs>
2: yeah. You knew you were going to get poked.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, in the recommendation thing, you know, I think we joke around, yeah, I kid earlier about it, but the, the reality is when somebody that you know, trust and trust, yeah. recommends something to you, you're like, yep. okay, yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up. I'll check it out.
3: So so I got a question for you, Aaron, and maybe you can deflect the question, but I'm wondering why the, the producer, what the producer was thinking when they recommended this book to us. <laughs> well, if we shoved a microphone in
1: front of his face and forced him to speak to us today, no um you know I I know in talking with Zach about it and yeah. in in the importance of of that topic a kind of like JB like you talked about it, I know he Zach's got a lot of respect for um JMC and what he he talks about his commitment to spiritual formation mm-hmm. and helping people walk with Jesus uh every day in real ways um to the topic of hurry and what does it mean to to slow down I know um, Hopefully, Zach doesn't hurt me for saying this, but I know Zach is really committed to the idea of Sabbath, right? And the mm-hmm. spiritual discipline of Sabbath. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I really respect that about him and that commitment. He tries to, you know, uh, set that time aside and that, that that's time like we can, you know, talk about further. I always think of Eugene Peterson, who uh, JMC, John Mark Comer talks about, uh, but he always said Sabbath was a time to pray and play. Mm. Um And, you know, I see that in Zach. And so, yeah, when he recommends this book, it's let's let's dive in. You know, let's hear Mm -hmm. what we have to say. So with that, I am now (laughs) going to deflect and turn things around. (laughs) Redirect. (laughs) Uh, But uh, as we started reading, what what was a couple things that grabbed your attention? Or if you want to start out, we even talked a little bit. What might you be pushing back at already? Um, but, uh, yeah, on, on either side, what grabbed your attention or what was it that you found, you know, started stretching you, maybe
0: pushing at you, grabbing at you? I think just at the beginning of the book where he kind of frames where the title came from, either, even from Dallas Willard, who I yeah. think is one that probably most of us sure. respect, you right. know. Um, and he, he quotes this conversation, I think is between John Ortberg and Dallas Willard um, that he heard from John Ortberg. And I got the quote in front of me. Uh, this is not from memory, uh, but where, where uh, Willard says, "Hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life in our day. You must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life." And Orberg's like, "Well, is there anything else?" It's like, "There's nothing else." I mean, that's a pretty compelling, sure, yeah, thing to hear from someone that you've read books, you know, Dallas Willard and respect and appreciate. Yeah. Let's dig into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think along those lines, um, uh, he writes, uh, Ronald Rollheiser, who's a Catholic uh, theologian. He talked about the pathological, that we have this pathological busyness hmm. in our lives. And I'm like, uh, the minute, and this was like on page 26, you know, I was like, oh uh, yeah. Amen. I guess that's me. <laughs> and I'm not a pathological liar, but I am pathologically busy. You know, I, I fill my life yeah. with stuff. And yeah. the, the reality of how that doesn't create space for mm-hmm. God, doesn't create the space needed for life in him and with him. Um, yeah, you just grab grab my attention.
2: Yeah, I found myself uh, wishing he would help me dig more into the motivation. Why am I filling this up with hurry? What am I pursuing in this? I found the book real practical and helpful, convicting in some ways. So I'm, I'm very glad I read it. I'd recommend it. But I also know that, boy, sometimes I might pursue simplicity because what I really want is joy or security, And as long as I'm pursuing joy and security on its own, boy, I'm set up for for trouble. When I find that in Christ, I kept wanting to get a little deeper. If I'm navigating the pathways of my heart, getting those close to Jesus, then this was very helpful. But, boy, if this was just one more way to to try to find the perfect life, it's going to come back on me, was my fear. Why am I filling myself up with hurry? So do you feel like,
1: uh, because in the latter half of the book, right, he talks about (laughs) spiritual disciplines. Do you feel like that was something that was lacking then in the understanding for you of how he saw spiritual disciplines and exercises like silence, solitude like
2: it it'd have to be both and for me, because you know you can pursue those disciplines as a means to a different end. And I okay, guess maybe yeah. that's, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I'd want somebody to really be digging into why am I filling myself up with hurry? I had to ask myself that question. That's my biggest struggle with Sabbath. What is the security I'm trying to find? By breaking Sabbath, I need to both practice some Sabbath and ask that deep question. So it's a both and thing for me. So
3: so here's a funny, here's a really funny thing: is that you can get really busy doing spiritual disciplines. Oh gosh, yeah, Yeah. sure, yeah. You know, so there's this, this... or
2: or prideful.
3: I've I've got the spiritual discipline. So so what struck me is is as I was reading this is my whole life I've been taught to be busy. Oh gosh, Hmm. my whole life, beginning when I was a little kid. Um, And I went to school, and I got. they weren't able to teach me enough during the school day, so I had to do a whole bunch of homework (laughs) at night, which has never made sense to me. How you can spend eight (laughs) hours in one place and have four hours left of work to do. Preach it, brother. (laughs) Um, So, you know, um, and then you add Little League sports on top of that, and you add family Mm -hmm. time on top of that, and you end up in third grade being incredibly busy. And I watch my own grandkids. They're incredibly busy. Mm -hmm. Um, You go to college, and you are... um, you are how validated by how much you produce yeah, mm-hmm. and the quality of what you produce. And for us, we go to seminary, and guess what? Seminary doesn't encourage us to slow down and reflect and uh, think about things. It actually encourages us to work harder and be busier memorizing paradigms and exegeting passages yeah. and developing a knowledge base that we probably won't use much when we're actually in ministry because the demands are so different. And then if you go on in school, it's just more and more and more. And yeah. so you enter, like I did, a ministry and then a teaching profession. Well, a teaching profession is terrible because you're judged not only how well you teach your classes, but how many articles you produce, how many conferences you speak at. So yep. busier
1: and busier. And, and so you're and busier yep. and
3: busier and busier. And then all of a sudden it just collapses. Empty, yeah. You retire or you die of a heart attack. Yeah. And But the, the thing <clears> that struck me about this so much is... um. Our identity for people, um, our, our identity is based in our busyness and what we produce. And that's that's kind of what Zahn got at from the Mockingbird um, group in Secularity, yeah. is that busyness has become this new religion. You are really a good person if you're busy. It's how I prove myself. how I mm-hmm. prove myself.
1: Well, and, and to speak into that, later on, on, I think it was like page 180 I wrote down when he's talking about simplicity and contentment. He actually brings up the fact that, you know, part of the drive of the hurry of life is to accumulate. And then he says, well, that spiritual exercise, discipline of simplicity actually says, you know, things are just things aren't just things for many people. They are our identity. So it's not just even those those pieces and components that we're driving for in terms of status and things like that, but then it's also just the accumulation. I hurry more, I do more, so I can yeah. get more things and do more things. Right. And
0: well yeah. it's an American value, right? Yeah. I and mean, we were talking a little bit around lunchtime. You know, this word hurry is something that's, you know, kind of a, a negative word. You know, we're not like but there's a, a word that means the same thing that we all value, hustle. Right, you got to have hustle, you know, and hustle on the court. Like, but they mean the same thing. It's this, and I think to acknowledge that it is the air we breathe. Yeah, it is the space we live in here in the United States and in other cultures. But, and so this is so against the grain. um, What he's speaking into it is countercultural and almost offensive. You know, to say to to do less. You know, what? When I, think well, coming, I
3: mean, I'll, I'll be really honest with you. When I try to have an eight-hour day, at the end of eight hours of working, I feel guilty because I haven't worked enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. yeah. eight yeah. hours is just starting the day. Come it's on. Right. <laughs> and, and I
1: give him credit, you know, going back to even, Bill, as you you were talking about, and, and we were all kind of leaning into, of to talk about disciplines, and sometimes they can be ends in themselves and checking right. the heart motivation. I give him yeah. credit for going... Here's a real thing that is plaguing us, that is hurry, busyness, consume more, do more, accomplish more, right? And then we, as we just said, our identities are wrapped in that. Yeah. And then to go, there are these spiritual disciplines that I know for me were just put into that category then. You know, they were. You're a better Christian if If you you, do mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. Right. Uh, And and it was tough because I found myself always battling that inner voice. Yeah. And trying to hear him for what he he was actually saying because he was he he anchors it in Matthew 11 right in Jesus' invitation for us to take his yoke upon himself right, right? and it's living into the flow of Jesus Dallas Willard J B who you mentioned earlier right this kind of um, great modern writer author speakers you know who poured into the idea of what is spiritual formation the spiritual practices what are they doing they're not. Ends in themselves; they're vehicles, they're avenues for us to engage the living Christ, right? right? You know, and it's like that's I, I do appreciate. You know, he's he's walking that line. He's going, you know what? Let's let's figure out how we need to live differently. We need these practices to help us discipline ourselves differently, right. because man, my inner nature—if if oh, it yeah. doesn't have parameters, if it yeah. doesn't have helps, if it doesn't have something they're offering me another way. Yeah,
2: I can stay busy trying to avoid those deep questions. Right. You know, I'm, I'm so busy doing that. I'm so busy proving myself. And, and these disciplines help get that space, but we also need to live into those deep questions and ask, boy, what is driving me? You and know? I think
0: really what that really highlights is the limitations of certain mediums. Like a book is one-directional,
2: a sermon exactly. is one directional. Oh
0: gosh, yeah. Like so, it's hard to get all the nuance as opposed to having a, a dialogue with multiple people here on a podcast, right. Right. Uh, Fear and Trembling podcast. Uh, please subscribe. Um, <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> I, I, where you where you have, and, and I think for me, <laughs> way like, to produce there, JB. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, it's like I've listened and engaged with John Mark Comer through pod. I mean, not personally, but through yeah, a yeah. lot of other like sermons, and so. Like some of those nuances, like in other places, he brings out like motivations and and things like that. And I that. think
2: that's why I liked the audio because it was his voice, mm. and there's an inflection uh, yeah. that's oh, yeah. deeper with the book he's that, that I think is real guy. helpful for me. Yeah, oh we, yeah, yeah.
1: And he, while we were talking he, about all of that too, I was like, because there's this moment where he, you it depend it had to be a moment where I wish I would have seen his face and heard his tone because he's sure. talking about one of the disciplines and then he's like. And if you have an issue with how I said it, well, then you might have an issue with Mother <laughs> Teresa, Henry Nowen, and Jesus. You know, and it's like, um, I really need to hear how he said that because that, <laughs> yeah. that
2: was in the voice inflection, Aaron, because that same thing okay. caught me hearing <laughs> yeah. it. And yeah, Good phew.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: That's why I say it's a book worth letting speak to you and challenge. And
1: so what other things kind of stood out to you? You know, we, we got to push back a little bit in this in, in, so far in this a little bit, but yeah. you know, in Darwin, you too. Cause you know, we kind of yeah. drove so this. So, I, so I think, you know,
3: there, there are lots of things I liked about it. Um, oh yeah. And he does. Um, there's times I feel like he, he's saying my experience with this is the normative for everybody. Um, and it feels like he, at, at times for me, I I didn't feel really challenged to figure this out for myself and in my context and my setting. It almost felt like it was kind of formulaic. And, you know, I could go off, um, you know, what does simplicity mean? Um, and when we talk about spiritual disciplines, um, I'm not, I don't sit still Well, we are doing this podcast, <laughs> I have to sit still for an hour and it's killing me. <laughs> um, the But the idea that that I don't sit still well, and I find um, great time of reflection and prayer um, comes when I'm working on something mechanically. Sure. And and his his descriptions don't seem to leave a lot of room for for those kinds of things. But what he did remind me of, and what I did really like, is he has one of my favorite business quotes in there, Um, (laughs) one of my favorite business quotes of all times, and that is, um, every system is perfectly designed to get the results it gets.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and, it, yep. and I thought about that in, in the context of this book. It means that if, if I'm going to slow down, um, it, it, it's, it's disruptive. Yeah. I mean, in other words, that the, the system, the, system the way I go about doing things, my own priorities, all those things have to be revamped. It can't just be, I'm going to pray more, or I'm going to be simpler, or I'm going to keep the Sabbath better. Um, it's going to take a a, a true reorientation. And the only way that really comes is through the grace of the gospel. And though he he got at grace, I I didn't think he really got at the reorientation role that grace should play in a person's life if, um, in order to live as a more faithful Christ follower.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, if my heart is secure the identity that Jesus gives me, then I'm empowered easier to let go of things and move into the more minimalist lifestyle, into the simplicity. And I I know in my own struggle with these things, it's often a both and, that I need to let go of some things. And in the space I get there, I can dig a little deeper into, am I really grounded in Christ? Um,
1: Which goes back to kind of what you were saying in regards to helping see maybe a little bit different nature of the disciplines right. and how they help us really engage that right, grace. It,
3: because if not, then if I just slow down, all it does is create a vacuum in my life. Yeah. Okay. And, and and when that vacuum is created, um, something's going to fill it. And I think when you look at spiritual disciplines <clears throat> and you look at grace and how grace meets us and transforms us, is, is that it prevents that creation of the vacuum. It guards against that vacuum that just gets filled up with something else.
0: You know, it actually um, just makes me think of having someone in your life who can speak that grace yeah. into your life is so powerful. Um, when I had my sabbatical like three years ago, I started spiritual direction. And really, spiritual. my spiritual director has been because you're trying to do some of these things, and it's real easy to get caught into oh, I should be doing this, oh, gosh, I should yeah. be doing that. And to have this voice that says, "No, you're loved, and this is a gift, and you know God meets you where you're at." I mean, that was powerful, yeah. and so it became less guilt driven. And then there was this moment in direction where I was like, "I want to do this discipline." I can't remember what the discipline was, and it was like, "Well, why?" You know, because I'm going to meet God there, and there was a shift. Like, yep. exactly. I'm going to meet Jesus exactly. there. Exactly, and i want that instead of i should do that right because this yeah. is another way to achieve you know
1: whatever. a star
0: in your crown exactly <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly and i
1: think jv to what you're saying too i think because where that's come from me and i'm I, i'm given i kind of which usually i get a little pessimistic you know <laughs> and i'll admit i can be a little judgy sometimes but i was you know working hard to give him sort of that benefit of the doubt of like, yeah, I think that's, I, I, it sounds like that's where he's coming from without being able to engage him personally of like it, that these are spaces to really engage the grace of God, the life of God. Yeah. Um, but again, it's, it's one of those tweaks on, you know, like when we're reading a book and how, how everybody (laughs) reads things and hears things. Well,
0: and when you're reading simplicity and it's talking about Throw away your TV and your phone and it's like what I can't you know. Or but
2: motorcycle. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh come on. He <laughs> and it, he was perfectly happy keeping the motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, but,
3: but, it, but 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 here's the thing. It's, it's like, all invitation. Phone, but right. it's, it's it's amazing. I mean and he points out there, it's amazing what happens when you turn off notifications. Oh whenever. yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Start where you're at. Exactly. That yeah. was a good word
1: from him. Yeah. But yeah. well, and it's something I really That's appreciated powerful. that connected back to actually our last podcast in the lead book was accepting that we have limitations.
3: Right. And I was like,
1: well, I guess I need to hear this because it stood (laughs) out to me in book
3: one and in book two, totally different kind of book. And yet what does it say? I think it'll be in book three too. (laughs) Probably. (laughs)
2: Well, and J.B., I really appreciate you picking up the thing that I, uh, another grace voice, mm, yeah. um, having some perspective. Uh, John Mark Comer becomes kind of a, a grace voice by way of his book, Slow Down mm. Bill, Live Simply Bill, Sabbath mm. Bill. And I'm going to need additional voices to kind of help me get perspective on that. Again, whether it's direction, these sorts of things where we have enough community of, of grace speaking into our lives to help us okay it's now quiet what do I think what do I say why are you so yearning to hear a voice
0: right and disciplines are are something that builds over time yeah you don't sit down at the bench press and try to start at 225 (laughs) is that a lot I probably couldn't do but 150. Zach, Zach I don't know. was <laughs> <his head> <laughs> for me, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was for me. you just going to try harder and lift this. Yeah, oh, right. right. You grow. It's a yeah. like muscle, you know. Yeah, so.
3: yeah.
1: Well, Bill, I, I appreciate that. And, and I think I want to transition us as we're kind of wrapping things Good. up um, to. Why, why do we think, because I think you touched on it a little bit for for you, but why would you, I mean, do you recommend this for people to read and, and why? You know, in a simple couple sentences, why would you say, hey, yeah, it's worth picking up, have a read? I would say that for nearly everybody I know, it's the right
2: kind of disruption. Hmm. He's going to say some things. That that kind of give you a different look, challenge you on some things. It's the right kind. Maybe call one of us and let's talk about it too. I mean, you know how that goes. Let's process this. But it's the right kind of disruption. The consumerism. I mean, my folks have heard me point this out how it robs us. Hmm. So, right kind of disruption is how I would phrase it.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. right Right kind of disruption. You know whether I mean whether I, we align with everything he says or the prioritization of his ideas. I mean, I think it's the right kind of disruption in our in our in the environment that we find ourselves <clears throat> in. And if, if part of our role as Christ followers is to discern what it means to follow Christ faithfully yeah. in this culture, um, I think he asks some really good questions and and challenges us to wrestle with some issues exactly. that will mm-hmm. foster more faithful Christ following.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and some places even more. I'm wishing I'd had this book when I was in suburban D.C., where, mm-hmm. boy, this is lived in, you know, times 10.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, so context, some, but it's, it's the right disruption. You talked some yourself, Darwin, about how you read it and just changed some things, and God will move into those spaces. That's yeah. great mm-hmm. stuff.
1: And how about you, J.B.?
0: Yeah, I, I, I would recommend it, you know, for sure, um, I mean, it just speaks to things. I, um, I'm i thinking about even, like, the cell phone. And how, oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, we're, like, I'm addicted to my cell phone, mm-hmm. you know? And your Apple, the iPhone has a, a screen time thing, and I get this report every week about my screen so time. So you use that. Yeah, and it's, like, convicting. I don't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, wow, you know? Like, the, you know, so... To create space in my life, like we've forgotten how to be bored. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, what does it mean yeah. to be bored? Like, when was the last time you were bored? I don't, because I can always take out my phone. And, but it's in boredom that that's where creati- creativity lives. That's where I think we often can encounter cries. I mean, there's just yeah. creating space in my life. Yeah. Um, and
1: I, and I think you guys have all said. I mean, the things that are going through my mind. You know, a phrase that I appreciate is just slowing down and. It's, I mean, if I can learn to slow down within myself, right, and he actually quotes John Orpberg as saying, hurry's, hurry's not just a disordered schedule, hurry is a disordered heart. Exactly. And yeah. That was a great you word. Know, how often is that actually going on inside of me? But when I can do that, then I can start to slow down with others in my mm. life too, and I can stop. And, you know, he doesn't jump off that 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 cliff and what that looks like. That, that could be a whole mm. other you yeah. know, book and conversation, but... It's the, if, if anybody feels and experiences what we're feeling and experiencing, you know, Darwin, Mm -hmm. your experience in education isn't all that different from working on a construction site or working, right? Hmm. I mean, it's hustle when we're preached hustle. And if you don't hustle, you're lazy, you know, you, you name it where culture is, has formed us and is pushing us, and, and, when, and he wants to disrupt that because he realizes Jesus wants to disrupt that so his life can be in us. Because so, when we're yeah.
0: hurried, we miss God, yeah. and we miss, yep. we miss others. Yep. Yep. Amen. yep.
1: So with that being said, um, I'm Aaron, and...
0: Uh, I'm New Guy, JB. New Guy, <laughs> JB. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Darwin. <laughs>
3: And I'm Bill the old guy so there we go <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: and for all you out there uh, in our next podcast we're going to be looking at a book by Scott McKnight A Community Called Atonement
0: of course oh. as
1: pastors we got to dive into some theology <laughs> but uh, yeah if you want to join us uh, pick up that book A Community Called Atonement Scott McKnight otherwise have a wonderful day
2: Shalom